Hi there. Today, let's talk about a health issue which is very current in the UK, which is a current concern. And this health issue is a relatively new one as well. So it's not one that's fully understood. What I'm talking about, if you've come across it, is the phenomenon known as long COVID. There seem to be a small percentage of people in the UK, and I expect across the world too, who are seemingly suffering the after effects of catching COVID. COVID for them is not over in a few days. It's part of an ongoing health issue. I have worked with people with this difficulty in my therapy practice. It certainly seems to be a phenomenon and one that's poorly understood. So let's talk about this today in the podcast. And this will also give you some good practice at health-related words and phrases. Is long COVID recognised as a health issue in your country? And what is the understanding where you live of this very new health condition? Hello, I'm Hilary and you're listening to Adept English. We will help you to speak English fluently. All you have to do is listen. So start listening now and find out how it works. If you like our podcasts, don't forget that you can find plenty more of them on our website at adeptenglish.com. Just put in courses and go to our page where our podcast bundles are displayed. You can buy a podcast bundle, that's 50 podcasts, for a small charge and download it to your mobile phone. That way you never need to be without your English language listening and you can do your learning anytime, anyplace, anywhere. So we're all familiar with the COVID-19 pandemic, probably more familiar than we want to be with it. But what most of us are finding is that concern has lessened over recent months. Case numbers may rise or fall, but it's believed that the Omicron variant and any subsequent variants of the illness are milder, less serious than the ones that went before. Case numbers are expected to rise again this winter, but most of us are hoping that we can get away without doing lockdowns again. However, when we come to talk about people who have long COVID, it's a different matter. Normal COVID is usually over within 10 days if you have the mild Omicron infection. But long COVID symptoms last much longer than this and they are different. It doesn't matter that it's a mild variant. There is still a certain percentage of people who will contract long COVID from a COVID infection. So although we may be less worried about people being hospitalised or dying, there is still a small percentage of people who may contract long COVID. There aren't many answers yet on long COVID. It's a new illness and mainstream medicine doesn't have any answers to this or treatment for this yet. It's poorly understood. And like many psychotherapists, I'm finding that sometimes long COVID patients come to see me in my practice. And this is one of the problems that they bring. What are the symptoms of long COVID? And a symptom, S-Y-M-P-T-O-M, -M, that means a sign of disease, a symptom. 
So symptoms of long COVID include fatigue or tiredness. So fatigue, F-A-T-I-G-U-E. Usually fatigue is the kind of tiredness where it's not sorted out by a good night's sleep, where something else is going on other than normal tiredness, which we all experience, of course. So that's fatigue. There are also symptoms like chest pain, memory problems, meaning difficulty remembering things, difficulty sleeping, pain in the joints. These are the joints here. Anything that moves in your body, that's a joint. So pain in your joints is one of the symptoms of long COVID. There's also what we call in English pins and needles. That's when you get a sort of fizzy feeling in the arms or the legs, the hands or the feet. That's pins and needles. People can lose their appetite. So appetite, A-P-P-E-T-I-T-E, that means your want to eat. That's your appetite. And people don't feel like eating often with long COVID. There's quite a variation of symptoms. Not everybody has the same symptoms either. There's quite a lot of depression and anxiety and feelings of being overwhelmed. Everything's too much. You're not coping. There can also be physical symptoms like skin rashes. A rash, R-A-S-H, is when there's a disruption on the skin. So that could be redness or raised bumps or itchiness. That's a skin rash. Another one, even hair loss can happen as a result of long COVID. So there are these symptoms and many more, which together seem to form the phenomenon known as long COVID. But that's also a very good vocabulary list of medical symptoms. It's worth knowing the words for those medical symptoms, especially if you need to go to the doctor in English at some point in your life. What people complain of most frequently with long COVID, though, is the fatigue. That seems to be the main symptom. And another one, brain fog. So that's B-R-A-I-N-F-O-G. The brain is, of course, the grey matter inside your head. And fog, fog is a weather condition, something that's dangerous on a motorway. You can't see very far if there is a fog, F-O-G. So brain fog means that it feels as though your brain isn't working as it should. It's not very sharp. It's foggy instead. So that's difficult to deal with as a symptom. The problem with a lot of these long COVID symptoms, they're perceptions. They're the person's perception of how it is rather than something that is measurable as a symptom. So fatigue and brain fog are hard to measure and that's problematic. Normally, if you have a bout of COVID, you're better in about 10 days. But in the UK, we're being told that if symptoms last longer than four weeks, we must contact our GP or doctor. After that, you're likely to be referred to one of 68 specialist clinics for long COVID. But currently, there's no cure and no official treatment. You'll just receive advice. Long COVID remains a medical mystery currently. It's also not clear how many people are affected. It's estimated, though, it's about 2% of the population. Given that it affects people's ability to work and it can last for up to a year, 
that's a lot of days off sick. So 2% of the population really is quite a problem. So that's a lot of days off sick. People with long COVID generally can't work. And that's a lot of suffering as well. So what else do we know about long COVID? Well, it affects women more than men for some reason. And those 35 and upwards are most likely to be affected. There are some statistics which show that if you work in healthcare or education, it's also more likely. And also if you have other health conditions that you're living with, you're more at risk. It could be that you are exposed to more of the virus in those sorts of settings. Or what I find interesting is women in caring professions who seem most likely to be affected. Why is that, I wonder? Perhaps it's people who juggle family and work as well. That would make a lot of sense to me psychologically. What I've found in my practice is the best way to work with someone who's got long COVID is similar to the way in which I would work with someone who has chronic fatigue syndrome or CFS. This is a syndrome which is recognised but also poorly understood in the UK but which has similar symptoms. There's often a viral infection and then there is an overwhelming fatigue and other symptoms as well. But it's the fatigue that prevents people from working and carrying on their life as they did before. And chronic fatigue is a long-term syndrome, it seems. I found that chronic fatigue syndrome sometimes can respond to psychological support. It has a number of components. It's often precipitated, like I said, by a virus. It starts with a virus and there are some seemingly psychological symptoms. Could be neurological, I guess. But chronic fatigue sufferers, as well as long COVID sufferers, get very frustrated because there isn't a treatment and their condition isn't always well recognised in medicine. They can feel dismissed and not believed, perhaps. Psychological support is useful to people with long COVID. This condition can last for up to a year. What I found in my work is best. Learning to listen to your body, taking notice of the sensations of fatigue. Often it's not actually a choice that. But learning to live within your limits, within the limits of your energy and what your body allows you to do. And that can be a massive adjustment for people. People who are very busy, have busy lives, have demanding jobs, can find it really, really hard to make this adjustment. There's a practicality as well. What do you do if you can't go to work long term? So learning not to overdo it, learning to listen to your body, that seems to be the most important thing. Chronic fatigue sufferers describe this as pacing, that's P-A-C-I-N-G. That means being very careful what they use their energy on. What seems to happen over time is that the more you stay within the limits that your fatigue seems to impose, the more you're actually able to do. It's kind of what we call counterintuitive sometimes. If you go over your limit, it acts as a sort of setback. It puts back your recovery. Sometimes it's really difficult for people to adjust to this new version of themselves. They keep wanting to get back to the old version who could do lots of things and not worry about fatigue and other symptoms. So all of this brings with it huge frustration 
having psychological support is important for that as well. Shifting expectations into what I can do now rather than what I used to be able to do is really important. So currently there is no direct cure for long COVID. However, as more and more people are living with this, there is starting to be more evidence that people do recover. People get better. It takes time, as I said, often a year or more. And people don't necessarily arrive at having the same energy level or lifestyle that they did before, particularly where work and exercise are concerned. But it does get better. Life finds a new normal. Accepting the limits that the fatigue puts on you seems to be critical to the recovery. If you stay within the limits, your body allows you to do a little more. There is a theory, actually, that in long COVID, your autonomic nervous system, your ANS, is affected. And the level at which it shuts down and prevents you doing more, it's like that level, that threshold gets lower all of a sudden much lower than it's ever been before, so it's much more easily triggered. You have to learn to live beneath that level, beneath that lower threshold, before things can improve and you can do more again. This feels right to me, that matches my experience, and in time your capacity to do things grows back. Not back to where you were, but you are able to live a new life. Okay, so there is some really good vocabulary in this podcast and I hope it will be interesting listening for you if you've come across this idea of long COVID. Let us know if you've been affected by these issues. Enough for now. Have a lovely day. Speak to you again soon. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening. Please help me tell others about this podcast by reviewing or rating it and please share it on social media. You can find more listening lessons and a free English course at adeptenglish.com.